Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 12 o'clock in the greatest city in the world. It is Barton Hahn, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. It's a busy day already. It's a busy morning already. It is NBA trade deadline day, and we already have headlines for you. 800-919-3776. Get in on the conversation right now. We have a lot to get to with you. I know Super Bowl Sunday is coming, and we will talk football at some point, but I don't know, man, because the football clock's still ticking. It takes us to 3 o'clock is the deadline for the trade deadline today. So end of our show is when it's over. And I'll tell you what, Bart, it already has kind of started yeah, with a bang welcome. with a couple of deals, yeah. but the big headline is what yeah. the Knicks just did a few minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, you welcome. You welcome. Bets off. Oh, oh you, I, mean, I said, you mean Detroit I said, I said helping that the Knicks? Detroit, yeah, I said that Detroit was going to have a better record. And uh, you welcome. We helped you guys out. I mean, it's it, it's all right. So if you're just joining us and you don't know what the hell we're talking about, uh, Woj is reporting this, and again, this was just a few minutes ago, where the Knicks and the Knicks and the Pistons uh, have agreed to, well, he, at least are finalizing a trade. Is is the better way to put it? Yes. That, and I've told you about Alec Burks, so that's nothing new. Alec Burks coming to the Knicks, and Boyan Bogdanovich. As just got well. a major upgrade. You guys just got a major upgrade in savvy, scoring, versatility. You know, that's almost like um, – and I, I hate to say it because they're both white. It's like getting Hayward. Who's you know what I mean? White? A Who healthy mean Hayward. White? Alec Burks is not no, white. No, no, no. I'm talking about Hayward. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm comparing Hayward and Bondanovich. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm comparing – I mean, because we know – I know he has a name like Alec Burks. <laughs> I know it sounds like it could be no, a that's, white that's, guy. That's, man, that's as Haitian as it gets, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, but, but, you know, when you think about the versatility that he's a professional scorer as well, he'll fit right in with their um, – He'll fit right in. He, this guy's capable of going for 30, 25. He can put up numbers. He can score with anybody. It. He gives you mm-hmm. size. And he gives you that scoring punch that, you know, maybe you can take some some of the scoring um, responsibilities away or creativity away from a guy like, um, you know, like uh, – I can't – brain fart. You okay? Yeah. Our guard, man. Our guard. Our, our, who's our guard? Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon. Brunson, Brunson. Oh, Jalen. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. yes. Yeah, he okay. take he takes some of that responsibility to put some of the scoring, you know, from Jalen Brunson and creativity, which will allow you to kind of steal some minutes. You go because you can go Alec Burke and you say, okay, well, Alec Burke isn't a scorer like uh, or a creator like that, but you put him out there with uh, Madonovich. Madonovich can go out there and put them buckets up for you. Why these guys can get a rest? You know, you talk about somebody that can handle putting up points. You know, I think this is a. a, a this is about as best as you, I believe, that you can ask for. I mean, I know everybody maybe wanted Brogdon, um, but you well, know now you get two players. Think about it. You, you, that first you one, trust two thirty-year-olds, so your bench gets you know veteran experience. But like you're right. Here's the thing: they didn't give up any first-round picks again. They right. give up two second-round picks. So here's the whole deal again for everybody that is just joining us. Here's the deal as it is outlined right now, being reported by Woj, and Bobby Marks is on this as well. The Knicks are getting Boyan Bogdanovich, who's 34 years old. He's got one. He's in the final year of his deal. He's got a partially guaranteed for just two million next year. It can be a fully guaranteed 19 million if they pick him up uh, after it's June 29th. So you could actually trade him at the draft and you know use him for the cap space, knowing that it's only partially guaranteed for next year. So there's a value right there. But not only is it just about that, I'm not even looking at his asset. He's a guy that averages 20 a game. Right. He shoots 42% from three-point range. And everybody that's had it, remember, he started out his career in Brooklyn a bunch of years ago, and they loved him there. He really broke out in Utah. That's where he really became uh, a highly uh, regarded player, where he could, he was averaging in the teens and 20, high-percentage shooter. He had some injury issues, has since kind of bounced around, but – he is a high IQ player, a good shooter, a good shooter, a tough-minded player. Does fit everything that they're looking for off the bench, especially. And oh, by the way, with Julius Randle out, he could play some four, he could play some three, he can start for you. So there's things that he can do in the meantime. Alec Burks, everybody knows him. He played for the Knicks a couple of years ago. 
He doesn't cost you anything money-wise. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Another guy shooting 40% from three. Low turnover. He can play point guard like as far as handle the basketball. And we all know Tom Thibodeau trusts him. Solid defensively. Solid defensively as well. So that's what they're getting. Now everybody wants to know what they give up. Well, what they gave up was Evan Fournier, which you expect. And that matches the Bogdanovich deal. That's why... Bogdanovich is thrown in the deal because you have Fournier's expiring contract. You're, you're getting nothing from nothing. Fournier. You're getting zero you out get, of now, that. Now you get 20 points. Yeah. So so Fournier goes out. Uh, Quentin Grimes is in the deal. Now that's, that's you know, the, there's bit. the one that stings because it's another young player. Uh, but he has been hurt, and he has been mostly – he was out of the starting lineup, and in the rotation he was an up-and-down player – so they wanted to get older, they got older. Malachi Flynn's in the deal. He was here for a minute. You weren't getting much out of him. And then, of course, the one that pulls at your heartstrings is Ryan Archidiakono. He is involved in this deal again. Like last year at the trade deadline, they traded him in the deal. They, he was like a throw-in in the deal for Josh Hart. And so now another villain. Once again, they trade him away. So the Villanova guys lose one of their brothers. Although, again, Archie, as much as you love him as a person, he wasn't playing. So it wasn't like... You know, you're not. Yeah, you're we not, just talked about him yesterday. Yeah, we did. And two second round picks. Okay. Which, whatever. Now, here's the other part of the deal that Bobby Marks points out. The Knicks, with this deal, as you see, I gave you how many players did I tell you move? Four, right? Mm-hmm. Two roster spots are now open. They are also $2.5 million uh, under. Hmm. So, buyout market anyone? Uh, Keep that in mind. Fat, fat Larry. Keep that in mind. It's I mean, very nah, interesting, isn't it? If you can take those three players off of four players and then you can add 20 and maybe let's just say Burks is like five. That's 25 points. Yeah. And you bring a guy like Larry that gives you savvy. Yep. That gives you the ability to – and remember, they still have that exemption. So that gives you that. Gives you that. And then also, you know, Lowry's going to give you some – Charges accepted. He's gonna give you some big shots once he yep. gets in shape. Mm-hmm. Like so, like if you can pull, if you can pull this deal out, only giving up the players that you gave up, that's some second round draft picks, and turn that to to twenty points. Burks, who can give you some point guard type of minutes, and and Kyle Lowry, who gives you point guard creativity minutes. And you know, I'm sure like all these um all these Villanova guys communicate through telepathically, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm sure they have that, you know, so that's instant chemistry no matter if, you know, uh, Laurie is so much older than the rest of the guys. They still speak Villanova. Yeah, right. But 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 it's, it's high IQ players. It's veteran experience. And it is really, you think about the depth that this team now, when healthy, and that, you know, look, that's going to be the key part here, Bart. When Man, it's a healthy. a lot of guys to learn how to play with each other, though. It's not really – Remember, it's you're adding two pieces. It's not a lot. They already they've already shown us in January when healthy how how good they could play together. No, I'm and just now, saying it's, it's important for them to get healthy so they can get those rotations. Spend that down. time together. Yeah, yeah, the rotation thing to figure out. Absolutely. But if you're looking at it, this team now has as much depth as any team in the East, and that includes the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics have a great starting five, arguably the best in the league. Yeah, let's see what they do. Their let's bench they has gotten better, like but you could argue that the Knicks bench. Now, 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 the Celtics made a sneaky good move yesterday when they got Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies. Right. And people are like, who the hell is Xavier Tillman? He's a junkyard dog. Like, he's, you know, he's tough. He's going to work. He's a guy you love bringing off the bench. He gives you energy as a big. He'll be physical. He but gets you know after rebounds. He can finish. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you like that. So I like that move for them. They wanted to get a, a player off the bench along with Horford. You know, that could be a difference maker. But I, I'll tell you what, this Nick, this Nick bench now suddenly went from a little bit of a concern to one that's got a lot of experience, some depth and toughness. Because when, when they get healthy, Josh Hart and Precious Achua go back to the bench. Right? right, so you have those two guys coming off the bench along with Burks and Boyanovich. And it gives you that's a good four. It gives you versatility to match up with the teams that you're facing, right? So you may play a little smaller, you may play a little bigger, depending on on who you're going against, right? And trying to match up lineups, this gives you so much versatility, like you said. Boyanovich can play the four. He can he can, he has versatility. Burks, you know, and let's see if they're done. Now, now I think of course that this definitely means that they're out of the um, Bruce Bowen. Uh, sweepstakes, right? They, uh, uh, it feels like it. Yeah, feels like it. Feels like it Bruce seems Bowen. like Bondanovich is your big is your big. Now fish. think about it again. Well, well, because the reports were telling us, and uh, you know we've seen it. 
that uh, Masai Ujiri, again, who runs the Toronto Raptors, they wanted a first-round pick for Bruce Bowen. And, you know, if you're the Knicks, you want to hold on to all of them for this summer. Yeah, and, they're do- and, that, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're holding on to all of them for this summer. I mean, for the Pistons, though, too, they get young, and they get a guy like Grimes that can fit into that culture. You know, they won Well, they made a couple night. of deals. Yeah, they, they've, made, yeah. they've made a couple of deals. That yeah, because they, they can absorb money because their team is so young, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so it's, a, it's one of those win-wins for me, you know what I mean, because, like, the Pistons or um, the Knicks, they'll be, they'll be available next year if something shakes loose from the trees to still be able to make the deals that they need to make if they want to add a big fish. This is something that we continue to watch, of course, as the trade deadline is up until 3 o'clock. It does feel like if there's any more, that like it's unlikely the Knicks will make any more moves after this. That's acquiring two players in one swoop, and you're giving up four. And, oh, by the way, they have a game to play tonight, Bart. How are they going to play a game tonight? Hey, man, just take the L, man. Well, I'm not even talking about winning a game, right? Like, that's not what I'm saying. You call but, up from G Leaguers? But, but, but like, like, honestly – can we just take a look at what their roster, what, what their lineup might look like, okay? Like, think about this. With all the injuries they already have, and Jalen Brunson is listed as questionable, by the way, with the ankle. He is not out. OG yeah, is already anymore. out, right? So he's already out. And if you take away everybody else, I'm just going to cross out names. Let's just assume no Brunson tonight, okay? Uh, let's so we know Flynn is no longer on the team. Archie Diaco no longer on the team. Fournier no longer on the team. You're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, eight players. Eight players and two of them are from the G League. Yep, that's what we got to do, baby. I hope Taj Gibson's ready to play. <laughs> Miles McBride likely will start. I mean, this Ta- is Ta- eight Ta- players available for tonight's game. Taj is getting the IV right now. He getting stretched out right now. Like, yo, he like yo, stretch me out. Dog. He on the bike right now, warming up. Oh my goodness, it, it's that's what they have to do. The show must go on, and TNT's probably like, can we flex this one out? Exactly. Like, like, ah. no re- but there's a lot certainly to talk about, and I know a lot of people want to talk about it as well. Uh, Frank Isol is going to join us at one. Frank is all over this stuff, as you know, and he's got a great show on NBA Radio Sirius XM where they talk nothing, nothing but NBA. And so we'll get some great perspective from him on a lot of this stuff and the type of players who fit with the Knicks. And what this also means, just again, going forward, what everybody is saying right now, which is more importantly about the Knicks after a trade like this, because it does have everybody buzzing. You know, there's been a couple of moves that have been made already, but none that have really, you know, like the trade deadline has been relatively meh. Yeah, and, that, but, but, and again, but the, as I said, Burks and Barjanovic, like this is not like well, the, the, this aren't headline moves. That was a but big the fix. headline move is what it it what it helps the Knicks become once they do get healthy. Once Julius Randle and OG Ananobi and even maybe Mitchell Robinson return this season. Yeah, sometimes like you forget that Mitchell Robinson's still out there and he may still come back in the depth and be like I said, being able to match up. Right. You know what I mean? You got good fouls. You got smart players. You got versatility. That's everything that you want when you talk about depth. And it puts a lot of pressure on the other teams. You know, you know the reason why Boston was active is because they have concerns about, you know, Horford, his age. Yep. And you have concerns about Porzingis, who, you know, that's always Wear the knock tear. on him. That mm-hmm. is just a, you know, it's just a injury or a bad landing uh, waiting to happen. And, it you know, is so, true. Yeah. So, like, and, now when you look at the Knicks, you know, we, we, who I believe everybody would agree – is top three in the Eastern Conference. They right now, now. Now with this and just staying healthy, you know what I'm saying? It's you know this is like kind of going for it. Well, it's going without 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 leaving yourself exposed. Still it, oh, being yeah, able to have it, flexibility. I mean, your bag is still filled with money, right? Yep. Like this is you're putting chips. It's, you're putting chips to the t- to the middle of the table in a way, but yet like you still have a whole you have a bankroll in your pocket still for the summer. That's what's remarkable about this. And again, as we you know, we talk about you know this franchise and where it is right now. You, you gotta tip your cap to Leon Rose and his guys and the job that they have done here. I mean, they have really done Gerson Rosas and, and and them. This is these are smart moves. These aren't headline grabbing. This is not Dejounte Murray. You know, these aren't those kind of moves. And I understand. And some fans want to see the brand names. But these if you're following names. the game, you know what this does for this team. And now it becomes imperative that they get healthy. And on the other side of the All-Star break, 
you get to see what this team can be. They are tied right now with the Milwaukee Bucks for third in the East with a game back of second place, which is where the Cavs are. We don't talk about the Cavs enough, by the way, Bart. They're killing it. So the Cavs are in second. It's crazy. And the Knicks are right behind them, a game back of second in the East. It's crazy. I saw a report that you know, you know, the Lakers are both thinking that next year they can bring in uh, uh, Donathan Mitchell. Well, you're gonna. It's gonna be interesting. He's having a hell of a year. He really is. He's having a hell of a year. But all indications are he wants to come home. He wants to play in New York, and Brooklyn would have the inside track on getting him because you know the Knicks have kind of moved on. Here's a weird thing. I'm glad you brought up Donovan Mitchell. A friend of mine texted me this morning with all the stuff going on. A year ago, the Knicks wouldn't trade R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes <laughs> for Donovan Mitchell. Right. A year later, both guys are gone. Think about that. 800-919-3776. I think the people want to talk about this. Let's talk man. to the peoples. Let's do that. Let's start with Nick in Woodbridge. Go ahead, Nick. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, really love what the Knicks did at this trade deadline. Um, I look at what the possibility lies with this future rotation. When the guys get healthy, you're looking at Brunson and Deuce, Dante and Burke, OG, Hart and Taj, Randall Precious, Bogdanovich, Hartenstein, Mitch. When these guys get healthy, I mean, Tibbs is going to have some real decisions to make about who's going to get these minutes, and I think that's a good problem to have. Um, Every obviously, coach I think that problem. Real, uh, sorry, I think the real thing that worries me is what I saw about OG's elbow. That it may be a little bit more, they're saying, bone spurs now and not just inflammation. Oh, that's yeah. so I think Bogdanovich is a nice patch over, but that, that's got some concerns. But shout out Leon Rose, man. What a mm-hmm. great deadline. I'm pumped. Knicks are plus 700 to win the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah. Get healthy, I'm, I'm, get healthy, talk. I was I was waiting to see that next. Now, usually you give it a couple of minutes for Vegas. Thank you, Nick. Vegas gives you the numbers. And my boy uh, Alex Monaco just, just texted me as we were talking here. From plus nineteen hundred to win the East, it's already down to seven to one. So the plus nineteen hundred that some people might have put their uh, put some cash down on that, that 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 all of a sudden, I had another friend of mine text me that the Knicks are definitely like this is a, somebody at national media texting me that he thinks the Knicks are definitely going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and he said and beyond. So. Okay, I can rock with that. But here, I mean, here's that, the, here's you know, there's the, people buzzing about what they what they just did here. But the rotation thing is a great. First of all, when you talk about minutes, everybody's always on Tibbs' case for playing the same guys too much. So you give him depth, and now trust. he trusts. That's the key word: trusting vets who he knows. I can I can play this guy. I can play this guy. And then, of course, the big question mark is: if you have Burks and Hart and Bogdanovich coming off your bench. And you have a Chua, and you don't know if you're going to have Robinson. I mean, those three for sure are definitely playing in playoff games. And then after that, it's a Chua and Robinson. It's who's healthy and and matchup-wise and everything else. I mean, Deuce McBride just becomes like another piece if you need to play him. But he doesn't have to play. You know what I mean? It's like so – again, there's a lot of options here, but the most important thing is they got to get healthy now. Call them in the Bronx. Call them. Oh, Bartholomew Hollywood, hi, what's going on? What's up, So, I was on Twitter, obviously, looking at your stuff, and we we saw that first half of the trade, and it didn't get fully uh, announced, and we were a little bit, uh, you know, I was still looking at the silver lining with Burks. I think, obviously, his ability to, um, you know, to ball handle. In the short term right now, it allows Deuce to play on the floor more because now you can put him next to him, and you have a you have two ball handlers on the court. And, you know, pretty much this deal was essentially only giving up Grimes. That was the only thing relevant in the trade that was in the rotation that was anything part of this current Knicks team. Bayan Bogdanovich is already a guy who's averaged 20 a game for the last two seasons. You know, you get two guys that shoot in 40%. And looking at this deal overall and looking at the East overall, I'll say right now the Knicks are the second-best team in the East. There's oh, hold, 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 hold. Did you get somebody in the back say woo? Yeah, I definitely heard somebody react to that. Whatever you were saying, yeah, that, was there, was my, that, that was my son. Yeah, it's like tra- it's like trading places, trading places with the two dudes at the bar. Like yeah. I, although I, again, when you look at depth, it's hard to argue it, Colin. Right? When you look at star power, the Bucks still 
can claim in a playoff series, you've got to have the best players, and the mm. Bucks, you could argue, still have the two yeah, best but, players. But who, do, but who did the Bucks lose to last year? Some junkyard dogs. And what do they have now? Some junkyard dogs. That's that a good point. You can make some shots and got depth, and you can't. You, you know that the one thing that the Bucks can't do is defend at the level in use that they're accustomed to. Right. And now, so so you can defend on that side, and you got depth to wear them out as their rotation is going to be nice and tight. Middleton is a problem. He well, hasn't been able to answer the bell now, for right? years. Right, but he hasn't been able to answer the bell for years now. 800-919-3776. Uh, Kyle is in East Rockaway. Kyle? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Um, I was just I was thinking, like, this Bogdanovich trade is huge for the Knicks, right? Obviously. But do you think there's anything else that they have to do today? Do you think they picked Bogdanovich as, all right, this guy's the final piece to us winning, getting deep in the playoffs, possibly winning a championship? Or do you think that they're maybe by 3 o'clock they're going to try and flip him for marketing DeRozan or Murray? No, I don't nah, think so at all. Nah. I, I don't. I think because of his contract status, it's a perfect situation for yeah. them because they can they can use him as a trade piece at the draft. If they love everything about him, I mean, he's going to be 35 next year. But you can get out. You can get out of this thing at two million bucks. You know, yeah. like I, it's. I don't think they're looking to go. Like I said, the big game hunting is this summer. I've been That's telling everybody this, and then Wendy told us the same thing. So if you don't trust me, listen to Brian Windhorse. This is a big game hunting is coming in the summer, not now. Woj has been telling everybody as well in his podcast. There is no major blockbuster awaiting by three o'clock today. There's smart peace movement that you could do. But yep. no blockbusters. That's this summer. So this is setting up your chessboard for the playoffs. And the top teams are trying to do that. And the Knicks made a move that gives them really enviable depth. That's I mean, what this move's about. I mean, shout out shout out to OKC, too, who brought in a veteran you know, to be with that young yeah, That's group. interesting, yeah. And, Gordon, and Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Yeah, that's an interesting move that, that yeah. they've made because the Thunder wants some – they also yeah. want some veteran experience on right. the team. It's a very young team. The, yeah, the Thunder have the Thunder have 18,000 first-round draft picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About time they use yeah, something. Yeah, and it's something that obviously uh, – but but that, that was an interesting move there. But if you're asking me is there another move, I just told you, like, and, and Bart had the the perfect reaction. Bobby Mark's saying that you get – you got some cap space – you have two roster spots open, which puts you in the buyout market. And we all know you want to trade away a Villanova player, bring one in. Yeah. Kyle Lowry is could be out there as a buyout candidate if that's what the Charlotte Hornets end up doing. They're trying to trade him. Nobody wants to trade for him because they figure put him in the buyout market and there'll be a lot of suitors for him. Would this be a, a place that he would want to go for various reasons? And you just want to get him in shape and know that in the playoffs, that's another guy that can help you. Not in big in minutes, not he, big minutes, but he but, can still help you. But remember how pivotal he was for that run for them to the uh, championship. Of course. He hit big shot after big shot. He looked like he was fresh and reinvigorated. Yeah. You know, coming off the bench, he was the perfect way to, to, to really, you know, match wits with whoever else. You know, he was keeping guys starters on the, on the court because he was so good that they had to hold guys out there to match him and make him work on defense. He's a guy that's so crafty that just stands in front and takes charges and gets right. on your damn nerves because he gets underneath you, sets his feet, and, and, and make, those are pivotal game-winning changing plays, right? When you think mm -hmm. you're getting an a and one and it turns into an offensive foul, so guys be nervous to run in there because he's stepping in front of anybody. He's an equal opportunist char uh, charge drawer. It sounds a lot like Jalen Brunson. So, so again, you have another high IQ guy. So, high IQ guy. Now, again, he has to be bought out. We'll see how that goes. I'm just saying, options wise, there's still little <laughs> yeah. things you could do to just continue to build up uh, the bench and just build up the roster and just be ready for just about anything when you get to the postseason, and then see if you could put something together and make a run. Like, I wonder, you never know. I wonder if it's anybody like. Well, we saw this thing in, in another sport, right? We What's saw that? this in football where guys that were good were getting let go and cut at the end because they wanted to do right by them, mm -hmm. and they couldn't make a deal for them. Football, so they it, did this. Yeah, yeah. So, so eventually they started letting guys well, that's, go. Well, that's the buyout market, and that's when you right, see that's what I'm the saying. Lowry's, you right, know, that, that kind saying, of stuff. But I'm saying who's going to be maybe a surprise person in the buyout market? They have to be in the last year of a deal. Like, it would have to be that. Is, Clay in, the get... last, is Clay in the last year of a deal? Yes. You see yeah. what I'm saying? 
Like, yeah, but, but, but but the word is there is that I don't think Steph. I don't think they want to. But they, they don't want to just kick him to the curb. But they're not even in play. They're not even in the play in man. No, like know. so so that might be he ain't gonna be here next year. But that's year. not gonna help them. Like like know, cutting but, Clay doesn't make you better. Okay. Cut, cutting someone's cutting some of the players didn't make them better. If if they if they determined that man this ain't our year. We're not gonna um, be in a you know we're not gonna be in the playoffs. We're not even the play, we're not even in the, the playing game. Do they? Do right by him by saying, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll let you go. I just I don't see it. I think he's going to finish the season in Golden State. That's that's what oh. it feels like to me. Okay. I keep wondering about Chris Paul, but they're not going to buy out Chris Paul, right? Like they're not going to do that. I think they feel like he can help them if he gets healthy, and maybe that's why they weren't even like talking about moving him. But you know, buyout market's always interesting. I thought Hayward might be a candidate for that, but he, they ended up trading him to a team that wanted him. And I think he'll actually be an interesting piece there. But Lowry is the name that I just would tell everybody to keep an eye on if he ends up getting bought out because I can see something like that because he just seems like a guy. Because they, it's because about they, freaking because they just, time you get a guy like him on your team because you're so tired of playing against him. Yeah, because they just brought in Scary Terry. So we, that, that's yeah. going to take all his minutes away. Was, was because no, no, no. no, no. They tra- remember, made. they traded him for, for Terry Rozier. Right, right, right. So he's in Charlotte now where right, Rozier right. used to be, and Charlotte really doesn't have a need – uh, for Lowry, and for you imagine they buy him out. Exactly. That's yeah. what I mean. All right, 800 now we're 9 got a ton of calls, and I know a lot of people want to react to this. So we'll just we'll, we'll roll through the calls with you. Isola will join us at 1, and we'll get his take on this and, and more, including, again, what are the Nets doing? Like, that's somebody phenomenal. poke that's a stick. I mean, this is – it's time. Like, this, there are hungry teams out there. You could do something right now to get yourself reset if you wanted to. But do they want to? So there's a lot to get to. So stay with us. Spartan Hot, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. While there's been rumors and speculation for weeks about what the Knicks will do at the NBA trade deadline, today is the NBA trade deadline. So earlier this morning on DPH and Rothenberg, guys were talking with Adrian Wojnarowski. So Woj, any chance the Knicks make a trade for a big splash today? I think they're open to it. It's available, but the, it's a great idea and concept, but you have to have somebody willing to trade and make a big deal with you. And that kind of elite game-changing player that the Knicks perhaps would like to add to their roster is not available right now. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew. Honey, during tonight's action, glasses up to enjoy Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get right back to the calls. Nick fans reacting to... A reported trade, nothing official yet, of course. A trade deadline in the NBA ends at 3 o'clock today, so right at the end of our show. And Adrian Wojnarowski has been reporting different things today, but one of the big things that has come out today so far in the trade deadline is the Knicks being incredibly active, acquiring not just Alec Burks, who we have told you was a target to bring him back, but Boyan Bogdanovich, also from the Pistons, in what ends up being, I think, a six-player deal. Uh, where two players go to the Knicks, four, which include Evan Fournier and Quentin Grimes, go to Detroit. And Bogdanovich is 34, but this is a guy that averages 20 a game and shoots 40% from three and has been well-respected, well-liked, and well-known around the league. On, on good teams, he is a solid player, another high IQ player, and another depth, depth piece that the Knicks really needed. But the crazy thing is with DiVincenzo and how he's shooting a three, yep. now you get a guy that could be on the other side opposite him. Man, opens the, f- the floor up for, for Brunson and for Randall just to be able to be isolation one-on-ones. That's right. And by come off, come off, come off, come off, come, Yeah, come off if you want to. Got That's these a- shooters out here shooting that shot. You shoot that shot. Yeah. I've never seen that shot before. You practice that shot, you damn straight. Corner you- pocket, eight ball, corner pocket, bump. You want as many shooters around guys like that as you can. Christopher is in the UPS truck. Christopher. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, I called a long time ago, gave it to Bart about the veto, beating the Eagles. I apologize. I was completely wrong. It's okay, sir. Um, The thing I want to say about this Knicks trade, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I love the trade. It's great. It, 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 It matches up to what we need, but I will say the common denominator real quick between Milwaukee being number one a few years and now Boston being number one is Drew Holiday. They have a lockdown person that guards the ball. We do not have that yet. Alec Burks is decent, but I really like McBride to get more reps because I feel like he can take that role. Defense is winning the games. You see all these teams with the firepower. The defense is winning the games. We see it with the Knicks. It's not like we're killing people, but our defense is great. And that's what I want to say. I think the Knicks doing a great job. Let's see where it goes this year. And you want to make a splash during the offseason, make a splash in the offseason. But we, we just need to stay content with the defense. And I think McBride is going to be, because I know Allen Hart said that maybe Deuce doesn't need to play. I think right there I would fight back and say I think he does need to play. He needs to be a person that can lock down the the, the guard. That's all I have to say. All right, Christopher. I mean, like I said, when you get to the playoffs, you know, like that's that's what's going to matter is matchups and, you know, that ability to, to defend. And he can shoot the three. That's what Deuce has shown us. So he can definitely shoot the three. And so perhaps you can put him out there, you know, with Burks and let Burks handle the ball and all that stuff and let Deuce just get out there and – and locked down defensively. But you're right. I mean, like I said, the Celtics, Bart, the Celtics starting five is the best in the league. I mean, yeah. statistically the best in the league. They've got everything you need because they do have the, the ability to stretch you out with Porzingis, two one-on-one players in Tatum and Brown. Drew Holiday is also a clutch player when he makes shots late and also, as you know, Christopher mentioned, a great defender. So, you know, you have all the pieces you need there. And, oh, don't forget about Derek White, uh, who's been incredibly efficient and a smart player. They're really, really good five, and therefore you've got to make sure you have enough depth if you don't have the, the talent that matches them. So, and that's what the Knicks are trying to do here. Uh, let's go to Dave in East Meadow. Hey, Dave. Let's go. <laughs> Dave's fired Alan, up. You, 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 you kept going back, Alec Burks, Alec, but we knew you knew something, Alec Burks. You. And I and I said to you, you know, I don't I don't want to hear about Burks. I don't want to think about Nerlens Noel and Reggie Bullock. But when you talk about <laughs> when you're talking about with Bogdanovich, that's a whole different ball game. And when you look at the deal in totality, the fact that Leon Rose gave up no first round picks tonight, I'm not going to be there. But I wish I was because there better be a thank you Leon chant in that building if he's there, because he not only made us better this year, he's keeping us looking better in the off season. 
And if, if we do get a guy like Lowry on the buyout market, Bart, you better stop with the fat boy stuff if we get him. Okay? He better, well, he better, he, better, he better wrap himself up in aluminum foil and fry like bacon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Zempic. But, but it, now, in the yeah. offseason, he's also set us up with all these number one picks. And yes. the other night, Alan, when they played the Pacers, there was only four games on that night. And we were talking about that all over the next day on the radio. I, I think people around the league, other players, there was only four games on that night. Maybe they're seeing, damn, look what's going on in the garden. Oh, the vibe. I think yeah. that's going to draw people in. Yeah, I, I, so, Dave, you're I, right about the vibe. Yeah, that's it's good to hear. And I'm glad you you got over the Burks thing. I've been trying to tell you guys like that was going to be something that was on. Well, the if radar. it was Burks by itself, made people nervous. I yeah, think. yeah, you're not, you're not, you're, you're still waiting for something else, right? Like you're right, going, bon, okay, Bondanovich is it. a great something else. But when I saw when when Wilge followed up with also in the deal is Boyan Bogdanovich, that was like that's why I told I just like wait, hold up, like hold yeah. up, like that's different. And that was because I was thinking Hayward. Because the thought was, with Randall's injury, you kind of needed some some movement. You needed a three and four. And then, of course, the OG Ananobi injury with the elbow. And I'll explain all that in a minute. But when you saw those two injuries, you're thinking, all right, they've got to get through at least a month or two. They need somebody that can start a little bit, but you know can go to the bench and, and play. And so Hayward was somebody that I was keeping my eye on as someone that maybe they go after him in the buyout market. But then when the Thunder traded for him, I was like, okay, all right, so now what do they do? And then when I saw Bogdanovich, it was like, oh, there it is. Okay, that's the piece that you're looking for that, again, can start and probably will for a couple of weeks here um, You know, to finish at least through the All-Star break. You see where OG Ananobi is, and then you see where Randall is on the other side of the All-Star break, and then you can really look at what the rotation you know, might end up being. So that's what makes this a smart move. It's somebody that can play big minutes, but is not going to have to play big minutes all the time. Um, we'll get back to calls momentarily, but because we brought up the Ananobi thing a couple of times, it, it is it is concerning that Bart. It went from elbow inflammation mm-hmm. to now it is it is something that is being caused by bone by a bone spur. That's nothing to me. And that, you know, that's the part that kind of makes you worry. That'll concern me. Um, Why is that? Because he can go get his scope and be back in, in, in like five weeks. Like you, you, you'll miss him for five weeks, but he'll be back and there'll be no ill effects. They call he'll, it he'll, bone spur irritation. Now, does that doesn't need a scope? Uh, listen, as somebody who had 10 bone spurs taken out of his elbow. Yeah. Like I said, four weeks. What happens is it's irritation. And what happens is sometimes your elbow locks up. Right. Um, so, you know, they have to go out there. It's a cleanup, right? But it's not, you know, it's microscopic. It's, mm-hmm. you know, they go out there and they scope them out. They take them out look like little BBs when they come out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after four weeks, you start, you know, you, you start your rehab process immediately. Uh, but it's not something that once the fluid goes down, you're fine. You know what I mean? In my opinion, like, I don't okay. have any problems. I don't have any problems. I had to, I had to bone spur surgery. Uh, because the bone spurs would get stuck in between parts of my elbow and I couldn't move it of a lock. And I would have to try and get it manipulated to see if, like, they'll move. You know what I mean? So, like, what happens is sometimes you can't fully extend your elbow because something gets stuck in between them. Just imagine if you have, like, something, a pliers or something, something gets stuck in there and it's in there. You can't just – you can't see it, so you can't wiggle it out. So you just hope that you get treatment and stuff and hope that it moves. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. So I, I – if 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 that's the case, go go get go get scope and come back. You know, we'll right, be you got okay. The All Star break, so you got like a, like a good week. Like they have they have four games left. They have t- tonight. He's already out yeah, for tonight. Stop, they have Saturday. Stop the treatment. I hate the treatment thing. Like the treatment thing. If if the bone spurs are there, the treatment eventually is going to get you. Like and you don't know when it's going to flare up. You don't know when it's going to get irritated. So the the fact that where you guys are sitting and how important he is, just get the scope, man. What's four weeks? Especially if you get it done now. He's already been gone, what, two weeks? Mm-hmm. He yeah, would have been. Uh, he, it's been a week. It's been over a week now. Right. Almost so, 10 days. Right. So if you, if, if you go get the scope, uh, don't try and take medicine to dissolve the bone spurs or blah, blah, blah. Just go get scope, bro. Go get scope. There's going to be four little, little, little dots on your arm. And, you know, do the rehab. And, you know, be back, say, like in April. April. Or, or before. You need four, before it's, four, it's, Bro, it's four weeks. Four weeks and probably yeah. take a week. To, and yeah, the well, good thing, this would be the time to do it because yeah, then you hope it, it's the middle of March and then he can work his way back in because, again, conditioning yeah. is everything. And, but the good thing is, the good thing is when you have that surgery, it doesn't stop you from running. 
You know what I mean? See, if you if you go get your knee scope, you get you, you're mobilized. If you get your elbow scope, you still yeah. can run and move yeah. and right. all that type of stuff and simulate and stay in somewhat good shape. Okay. All right. Now, I, I was reading through um, – there's a website called In Street Clothes, and they do a lot of injury stuff on there, and there was an explanation on the elbow injury. And the point, what they pointed out was like multiple players, like Carmelo Anthony uh, and other Paul Pierce, they did the el- – it's called the debridement. You get it done where yeah. you sc- mm-hmm. scrape it all out. You went through it many times. Um, that they do it usually in the off season. But in-season is not as common, although it has been done. And one example was Joe Johnson, who had it done in the 2010-11 season. He was back in 19 days. Yeah, like, like listen to your boy. You know what I'm saying? I know these. I've been around well, all these injuries, and this is one I've had. definitely been through it. If you want to yeah. talk about toe and elbows, I got you. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and dead arms from stingers, I, I got you. I'm an exactly. expert in that. Well, it's his shooting elbow. That's one thing to be a little bit concerned with. But, you know, the whole idea is if there's ever a time, not, right now yeah. is the time to get right yeah. so that everybody's ready at the end of March, middle of the end of March, middle yeah. to the end of March. You want Randall back if he yeah. can. You want OG Ananobi back. And you want to start having hope that Mitchell Robinson's getting yeah. close. The, the if reason, you have that, yeah. then you really can start thinking about what this team can do in yeah. the playoffs. The, the reason why that's a nothing burger is because there's nothing structurally wrong with the mechanics of his elbow. Okay. It's just it's just stuff floating around. It's not and it's causing injury. the inflammation. Basically, yeah, right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you know what people don't know: burns, bone spurs are just calcium, and that's when you overextend something mm-hmm. or you do something. It, your body sends calcium to the area to protect itself and to um, to heal itself. So it creates bone spurs. That's why you see all these football players with these big fat fat knuckles and, and crooked fingers. Yeah. That's just because they kept jamming their fingers and cal- your body protects itself, so it sent calcium to the area and it went over the bone or, or the joint. Mm-hmm. And it just builds it up. Man, I should be a doctor. That's actually really smart. Wow. No, that, was, that was amazing. All right, 800 now nine three seven seven six. So there is your explanation from Dr. Scott on OG Ananobi's elbow for everybody who was concerned about it. Bart is not. We'll continue with your calls. Frank Isola, top of the hour. Stay with us. But first, Bart, why don't you tell us about BetMGM? Yeah, man. There's never been a better time for football fans to get the big, to get the bet, the big game with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and get in on all the action for the biggest Sunday of the football season. Can't be in Las Vegas. Too expensive anyway. For the big game, then I tell you what, the BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is the first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and the end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, it's Barton Han. The NBA trade deadline is coming up at 3 p.m. Already a lot of movement. Knicks made a move. Everybody's talking about it. 800 919 We'll get back to your calls. Frank Isola is going to join us on the other side at 1 o'clock to break down what he's seeing so far and what he thinks of the, the Knicks move. And also, by the way, the Nets made a move uh, or will be making a move. Woj tweeting just as we were going to break, Bart, that uh, they are sending Spencer Dinwiddie out. And it's it, you could tell that they were just they, they were trying to get rid of him, just anything to get rid of this guy. He was so bad they sent him to Canada. They sent him to another country. He was sent to Toronto for Dennis Schroeder. So Toronto moves on from Schroeder, who wasn't happy – like he's, remember, he signed there after Fred Van Vliet left. 
and then and then he he was um brought he was brought in there. He thought he was gonna be the star. Are you okay? I thought it was gonna be his show. Are you all right? Yeah. What happened? I, it just sounds like you're falling. <laughs> no, that's because I was like. Um, you still. F- no, what? you know, you know how you reverse like, like your headphones can face this way or that way. Yeah, I wanted the mic on my right side, not the left side, so I had to reverse. Gotcha. And then move the mic. Yo, know, you have to turn it to the other side. I, I didn't know you could hear all that. You definitely can. What did it sound like? It, it, no, no, it literally sounded like you were falling, and I, I wasn't looking at you, so I wasn't sure what was going I on. Fall, I fall. Like it was like I a slow motion fall. Like that's what it sounded like. Lifeline. Ow. All right. Anyways, um, help me. I don't know where I was. So anyway, Struder. Shooter Shooter wasn't happy once they traded for quickly because quickly was handed the starting point guard position, and he was grumbling about that. So they get him out of there, and we'll see if uh, he starts to get starting minutes in Brooklyn. And is Thaddeus Young also added in this deal? Is that what you said, Jacob? Yeah. So uh, Thaddeus Young and also uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is headed to Toronto. Oh wow! So Thad Young is headed to Brooklyn. Dennis Smith Jr. on his way out of Brooklyn, who actually was playing pretty well there. Yeah, they DSJ. preferred him over Dimwitty. But it's funny, Thaddeus Young, who's still in the league. Yes, he is. Wow. Like I, 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 I'd love to see like this the um, the six degrees of Thaddeus Young because I, I think he played Philly, right? Like, yeah, but I'm going back to like like was he like like he's played against players who were from the 90s. Like I swear to God, like he's been in the league that long. But but Thaddeus Young just gives them another wing, like another guy. Like they have a million of these wings. We'll see what more Brooklyn does, but at least at the point guard position, they you know Dinwiddie was definitely a problem there. It was not working. So that that deal is happening on Brooklyn's side, and we'll we'll keep going on them. But Jeff is in Brooklyn. Meanwhile, Jeff. What's up, Alan? Bart, thanks for taking my call. All right, so I'm a little calm. They did a trade, but I didn't want Dinwiddie there no more because he seemed like he was not happy there for whatever reason. Doesn't feel But good. another thing, though, with the Brooklyn Nets, man, like, what are we going to do about Jacques Vaughn? He's not that guy, man. Yep, you're right. He's not the coach. Yeah. It's not him. I would. I wish you guys would apply a little pressure on that organization the way I do on the Knicks. We need that. We do, but nobody be listening, man. Yeah, honestly, honestly, Jeff. No, yo, we listening. I'm listening. I listen every day religiously. I appreciate you, and I know you call, and I know know you call too. But Jeff, here's the thing: there's a couple of things that I'll answer that to. Number one, if I start ripping on on Jacques Vaughn and like all that stuff, does it look like I'm just being a hater? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm always hesitant about stuff like that. Like, how's it going to look if I just start, you know, just start raining on this guy? When they're just they they have they're, they're it's a it's an awkward roster, it really is. And then you have Ben Simmons always injured, like and that's a big problem too. But I agree with you on Jacques Vaughn. I don't think he coaches well. I think his fourth quarters are a bit abomination. They never look organized. They blow leads, and they, and all you do is point at players and blame players. And when your team's blowing leads in the fourth quarter, that's a coaching problem. That's not a oh we you know we just made mistake. No no, it's not like you got a bunch of kids on this team. You got some vets on this team. So yes, it's a coaching problem and they got to figure it out. I'll say it again, the last real coach they had was Kenny Atkinson and they decided to make they decided to let the players decide who there was going to be the coach and they got rid of their best coach. And he still should be the coach of that team. Period stop. I mean, that's really what that's about, but you know, we'll see where it goes from here with them, but I don't know like if I'm Marks, you might be able to collect some stuff right now rather than wait till the summer. You know, I, I mean, are they still thinking they could be a play-in team? What's what's the value of that? So, but yeah, coaching-wise, they definitely have got to figure that out because it doesn't seem like Jacques Vaughn is is that guy. Uh, let's take Jose in Brooklyn. Jose, hey, good afternoon, Bart Allen. Shout out to the company. I really love this trade. Um, a real big fan of it. Like like you said, like you guys said, it was a very shrewd, smart trade where. They, you know, we, we, we know we kept hearing Alex Burke's name and I, I, I didn't mind it, you know, cause I, I, I kind of didn't blame solely blame, you know, the, those guys, the team was just constructed, you know, not that great from the years prior um, with the role that he's going to be in as a backup coming off the bench and possibly can go, you see him go off and have great games with, with even the Pistons. So uh, I'm actually kind of liking it. And of course, you know, having Boban, um, having him, Boyan is, is just uh, amazing because he, he's a guy that pretty much doesn't demand the ball a lot. He he can get his, get his own points at, at, at his own will from his shot, shot alone and you know it, it, it 
definitely pretty much replenished the depth that was kind of missing since the first trade. So I'm I'm all for this, and I'm ecstatic because it does open up for for a, a big summer too as well. And we'll see where it goes. You got you got experience. You got veteran experience. You got older off the bench. You got players like in Burks that you know the coach trusts and all, all that stuff. You know is important. Merv in Winfield. Merv. Hey, what's up, guys? Bart, can't wait, baby. Let's go. This up, trade is great. And not only that is that they're, like Alan, you said we're set for the future. We didn't trade for guys that got a four-year contract and right. Blowing up our cap space, and mm-hmm. this team is like like the '90s almost. Not as great as defense, but better offensively. And you know they're going to be a tough out no matter who they play this year. You got high IQ players who can shoot the three, Merv. I mean that's that's first and foremost. And as you said, you got the flexibility. You know, and you you still have all your firsts, and you're going to have you know room because you didn't take on big contracts. So. You know, these are smart, shrewd moves, and you can only make them because you're satisfied with your starting five. It's easier to make the depth moves. The hard thing is to get, like, pieces that can give you a, a rock-solid starting five, but, you know, they have certainly built that. All right, so we'll continue with your calls on this, and we'll keep watching. I keep uh, <laughs> keep um, hitting up Woj and seeing what's, what's coming next, what's down the line, so we're ready for that. So we'll keep refreshing all the different Twitter accounts that we follow and keep you up to date on everything. So you don't need to change the channel. You just keep it locked in right here. We'll also get the latest in what Frank Isola thinks of the moves so far by the Knicks, by the Nets, and everything else around the NBA. Stay with us. It's Barton Hot, 98.7 ESPN. Gordon Damer at the 98.7 Tullamore Dew Sports Desk. Well, there's been plenty of talk about the Knicks' interest in DeJounte Murray. Any chance that that happens today at the NBA trade deadline? That was the question the guys on DNR asked Adrian Wojnarowski earlier this morning. Maybe less apt on DeJounte Murray. I think certainly New Orleans is a team that's emerged over the last 24 hours in some conversations with Atlanta. I think they'll talk again today. Significant contract. I don't know if a Knicks trade here impacts their starting lineup. I think it's probably more likely some some bench help, but you know they have talked to Atlanta in the past. And that is brought to you by Tullamore Dew because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey. During tonight's action, glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it's the Michael K Show, and it's only here on 98.7 FM. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.